Welcome, everybody. We are back at the Murder Theater Podcast. It's been a little bit, but we're kicking it. How's everybody doing today? Chris, how you doing, my man? Cheers, guys. I'm Cheers. doing great. How are you? Good, good. My lady Tammy. I don't think anybody cares how we are, but thanks for asking. <laughs> I care how we are, man. Good Lord. <laughs> I so, think we're okay. Yeah, man. So we're going to come at you with a bit of a different format this week. We got a lot of things going on. I want to go over some enjoy wrestling. We're going to check out some new talent. We're going to talk about GCW. We're going to talk about some other things, too. Got some things in the news. Favorite matches of the week. Let's start off with that. Favorite match of the week. We will start with Tammy. What did you like this week? First, I have no idea what GCW is. All right. Oh, uh, we'll get into that later. We'll get Don't into worry. that later. Am Don't I worry supposed about to know? It. Yeah, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> we know I mean, I it your, your clone, your clone is their product. champ right now, but, you know, no big deal. Yeah, okay. your clone. <laughs> it is your My clone? clone? I have one? Okay, good. I, I'm excited to hear about that. I have you a know who it is. <laughs> I do? Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. All right. What are we doing? No. <laughs> The favorite match of the week. Come what on. was your favorite what? match this week, Tammy? You got a lot of big matches. In, in, I got lost in the thought and the dreaminess of who is this person? I know who they are. And they're my doppelganger. I should know who they are. So anyways, I'm sorry. I got lost. But we're back to favorite match of the week. All right. Um, I have two. I couldn't pick one. Because they're for two different. Even better. All right. Go okay. ahead. Go for uh, it. I um, super liked the Jericho and Moxley match a lot. I thought it was just a good bloody feud. It was just tough and fun. I don't know. They're both so good at what they do, you know, and it was fun to see them do it together. And it was quite, you know, an epic battle. So I enjoyed that for its violence and its anger and its epicness. But my other was actually one that probably a lot of people don't know about. Um, it was um, the, the production versus King um, uh, Kings of the District. So they're also new. I just thought it was like, I am a Ziggy Hyam fan. That's why. So I super love her. So I think I'll always pick her as, as the top of anything that ever happens, just because I'm thoroughly entertained by her. And I just thought it was super entertaining. And I think they all do good, fun promos. I like really respect their energy and their promos, their intros, and then they're good wrestlers. So that's why. People got to check out Enjoy, man. It's awesome. It's sick. Chris, what did you, what, what was your favorite of the week? Uh, funnily enough, mine was also the Jericho Moxley match. I thought that was just, as far as their matches go, it was right up there with their best ones. Um, yeah, I can't complain about it at all. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I recommend anybody that hasn't seen that go and watch it immediately because it's, it's pretty brutal and it's TV wrestling, which is saying something. So yeah. I'm going to go against the grain on both of you. My favorite match was not a contest was Brody King and Darby Allen, man, that match. I was hoping somebody was going to bring that one up. I really dug that match. That was like the bloody man. I really thought that Brody was, they were going to have to call that thing early as much as Brody was bleeding and just, and the coolest part was when sting came out of the coffin. Yeah. (laughs) I just thought, I really just thought that that was a well put together match. It was extremely exciting. It was just like that punch in the face. Just as soon as like the show starts, man, it's just like when that, when that band hits that first tune, that just got all that energy. That was that first match of that night. And I thought that 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 was my favorite match of the week. Uh, Definitely, uh, you know, for sure, hundred percent. That was it. I would also like to add to your point is that it's uh, there was a lot of creativity in it. Extremely amount, extreme amount of creativity. Man. There's That's always not- creativity when you have those giant size and style differences, and then the creativity of having Sting in there and all that. So I think, like artistically, it was very well done. And I truly did not expect Darby to win it. I was just gonna say that finish, man. That was crazy. I was shocked. I was shocked too. I was like, there's no way I'm like the house of black. The house always wins. I first off for sure. And out of nowhere, fucking Darby pulls it off, man. And I thought I was like, dude, that was awesome. I was like, I have a question about this. Do you think that this riles up a lot of the old school people that seem to be mad about smaller wrestlers? Probably. I I, I would think (laughs) they seem to not like smaller wrestlers. I don't understand it completely, but 
I these I wonder if they watched that match and were like, oh darn, wrestling's gone down, you know. And they were thinking, oh how cool, how creative. But you know, there's that crowd that seemed to think the big guy should always be the like winner. Yeah, but this is one of those few matches that I think even people that are like that would be like, yeah, I totally believe that because it's so. fucking it's Darby Allen. It's not like just any small guy. Yeah. Um, it's Darby fucking Allen. And he's, uh, made out of, he's made out of rubber. He's made out and of rubber. Believable. Like I'm surprised. Like I, it's always plausible. Oh and the, I, yeah. The destroyer off the ropes. That. The destroyer off the ropes alone that Darby did on on Brody, who was just so much bigger than him, dude. That was great. I was like, man, it was fantastic. Was so, it was so sick, man. I so think that, it sends a good message to the young ones, saying, "Hey, technique and smarts matter." It does. I mean, it's like it's your classic uh, David versus Goliath story right there. You know what I mean? It's like overcoming the big guy. And I like watching that kind of stuff, too. Sometimes the big guy wins, but sometimes a little guy wins. And that's really cool. So, yeah, man. So what did you take catching any new talent this week? Chris, well, who would you who stood out for you as like new talent or people that you really haven't seen too much on on screen, stuff like that? Who was sticking so- out for you? I actually chose a person who I did not like uh, originally in in the last promotion they were in, uh, Parker Boudreaux, who is now officially All Elite as of, uh, I believe, Friday. uh, It was announced. Um, He was in NXT for a while, and I just couldn't get behind. I mean, honestly, I just hate the NXT 2.0 format. So that was a big deterrent already. And then he was good on there, but it was like kind of – Boring, but the promos and stuff are on point right now. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just really excited to see what they're going to do with him moving forward and what kind of program they're going to put her in. Because There's a lot of options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, AEW needed another big monster guy, and now they have one. Uh, it's, it's kind of in your Wardlow sort of landscape. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that they could do with him that's going to be pretty fantastic. That's cool. I'm going to touch on a little bit of that later in some of the AEW news that I got going on. So, for sure. Tammy, who who stuck out for you as a new talent? Well, I'm going to pick two tag teams. It's, I don't know who's new to who, so, like, I never know. New to you. Um, we just say new to you, you is what's important. If it's new to me, I mean, like, I just saw him this week because that's what I'm going for. Because if I saw it could, him twice, it, it might not be new anymore. It could right? be anything. You're, you're in semantics. Right. It could even be just be somebody that you just <laughs> recently got into that maybe you didn't care okay. about before or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you're into this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for asking because I'm an interesting person and you never know where that's going to go. So um, (laughs) let's see. So this uh, week I picked two new tag teams. They're not maybe new, but new to me. And then um, I'll also point out a person in the tag in each in them. Um, But now that we just discussed the rules a little more, I actually have three. So it's too many. (laughs) Come on now. Um, Narrow it down here. Okay. I will in the future, but I'm not today. Um, So uh, Petty and Pink was a tag team that I saw on Enjoy. And specifically, I believe her name is uh, Kenzie Kenzie, Page. Kenzie Page. That is that is um, Petty and Pink is I just lost it here. It's um, shoot. Dylan McQueen and Kenzie Page. Is they were both good, Page. but there's something about Kenzie's style and technique that I thought stood out. And then um, again, I'm going back to Kings of the District. I thought Jordan Bla- Blade's strength because of their powerlifting background was really interesting to see. So I liked the, that moment. And then somebody that's new to me that I love because they are a very um, dramatic and artistic performer is... Um, she is what's her name um uh edith surreal mm-hmm. you know uh one half know. of the ephemeral babes yeah yep. well i mean and like they're also another thing and they're gonna win a lot on my list this week but um but i think uh it's different and new and i like the artisticness of it it was just different as a new wrestler it's a style like that's unique to to edith so i thought that was cool so those are my three new talents this week to me um, the tag teams are all great. I pointed out the people within them, and then I just had to add, add Edith. So. That's funny because I think those are some great choices. Yeah, Thank there you. are some great choices, and that's funny because you know we, you know, Tammy and I had not discussed anything prior to this, but I picked Jordan Blade too as my standout. Ooh, wow! I thought for her Kings of the District, I thought she was pretty awesome, man. Especially 
being able to just, you know, hoist up that dude and just flip him backwards was just an, an incredible feat to me. You know, she's a power lifter. She's from D.C. area. Yeah, uh, so I thought that that was really cool. And who else? I have one other that was like a, a, an honorable mention for for new. And I think that's Dominic Garini, which is one half of Violence is Forever. And I thought that that dude who does not look like your typical athlete was a super athlete and was really killing it at that on the, on the enjoy cup. So those were, those are my picks this week. Who'd you have Chris? So for the enjoy cup, um, it's hard to listen to you guys mentioning enjoy so much and knowing I have things to say about this. Oh, okay. uh, so I really wanted to see bussy go through. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with Effie. Uh, it, and you know, it, that was a good match too. Um, I really, Tammy, you mentioned the production already. I really like the production and I really like violence is forever. So I feel like either one of them, I'll be super happy. Um, I, I really liked everything about the tag team cup so far. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. I like that. We're bringing it down to a four way at the end. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. And next week's cool too, but uh Tammy, I guess I guess we we need to hear what you have to say about who you want to win that cup. All right. Well, I, bef- I feel like it's still early on, on that one because they just no. really got it ramped up again, didn't they? Isn't this No, no, just- no, no, no. Let me let me go through everything. I want to touch on the Enjoy Cup here. I got okay. all, I got, I yeah. got all the stats here. Maybe I'll help you make up my mind then. Yeah. Rafe, yeah. Rafe can help you understand the structure and everything. All right. So we had the first round of the Enjoy Cup, and that was Bussy, which is Effie and Allie Catch, and then the Runaway, which is Calvin Couture and Calvin Klein. <laughs> those guys they were, were so good. Those Beautiful. Guys, those guys were great. And too much of a surprise the runway one, which, you know, I never, I never expected that, especially, I didn't either. especially yeah. when Effie was bringing the plate of cheese because the cheese was sponsoring the, the enjoy <laughs> cup. And he came down and he was serving everyone cheese. I thought that for sure that, that pussy so would Ali win. Cash. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was pretty awesome. So the runway won that first, that first match. And then the match two was violence is forever, which is Kevin Koo, who is awesome, by the way. And Dominic Garini against the Rip City Shooters, which is Joshua Bishop and Wes Barkley. Awesome and team. And which was a really cool team. And that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of back and forth. And of course, Violence is Forever wins. So they, they advance. So we got the runway going through, and then we got Violence is Forever going through. So then we hit up the second match, which was Petty and Pink, which is Dylan McQueen and Kenzie Page versus the Ephemeral Babes, which is Willow. Willow Nightingale, which we all love and see on AEW constantly. She's awesome. It get with Edith Surreal. And of course, the Ephemeral Babes won that one, which I expected that one, but it was still a very good match. And the cool mm-hmm. part about it is that they were taking a lot of chances. I mean, there are no mats outside that ring and they go flying outside that ring. I mean, it's just it looks like pavement. So then the second match was, you know, Tammy's sister from another mister, which was the production Ziggy Hyam and Derek Dillinger, who's a big, big burly dude that throws a lot of people around. He's got some really good moves. I really liked him with Kings of the District, which is Jordan Blade and Eel O'Neal. I kept saying Eel O'Neal all night long. Stop saying it. I wouldn't stop it. And the production win, which was really cool. And the way that they won was really cool too. When he flipped Ziggy completely over and she did the flip and then landed completely on top of him. Dude, yep. that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. So now this brings us down to the four way elimination match, which means there's going to be four tag teams in there at one time. So we got the runway violence is forever, ephemeral babes and the production. My prediction, the ephemeral babes are going to take this. That's actually what I wrote down, but I'm also hoping the production somehow does it, but I don't think that's going to happen. Chris, what's yours? Which, what, what do you think? What do you, what, I know you got some comments on enjoy. I know you got some things so go for it. Man. Yeah. I mean, again, it's for me, the production or violence is forever. I could go either way. Um, I, I really dig both of those teams a lot. Um, so it, it, it and honestly, I, I really like all the teams. I, I can't think of one that I was like, eh, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, 
I like I like the uh, the format of enjoy. It's very short and sweet to the point. Um, I like not having to sit through a bunch of extra crap. I do wish that the the interviews were a little bit um, a little bit more put together. They just feel kind of not really thought out at all. It's kind of like, hey, let's go and talk for a minute. It's it's um, there's not enough story really for me yet. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've done like some back cataloging on enjoy stuff. I like the company. I think there's a lot of stuff that could be great about it. Um, I want to see more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think it's kind of like developing. So yeah. And next week is going to be crazy too. Mm-hmm. And I like Veda when, when Veda's on the commentator table, she also yeah. wrestles, but I think she is like, she really ha- She's a good, she helps drive some of, some of what's going on. So I want yeah. to talk out about beta. So to touch on this, to give you this week coming up. So this is not the final. Okay. Right. This week, you're going to have a three-way match, which is pretty yep. cool, which is Trish Adora, Lee Moriarty, Ooh. and MV Young. Ooh. So that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Three- King. yeah. And that's for the enjoy title. That's not for a cup. No, that's for the enjoy title. Oh, I get so that options. that's going to hit this Thursday. And then the next Thursday, we're going to have the final for the enjoy tag team cup. So everybody, anybody who's listening, get on YouTube, check that out. You're going to love it. If you like any type of wrestling, yeah. it is the punk rock DIY version that just like no holds barred. And it just, it's a whole ton of fun. Energy. And it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. Good vibes. So, that wraps up my enjoy segment. That's the it's the closest thing I've seen to anarchy in a wrestling company, I think, ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So I've so, discovered people I love there. Like I hadn't seen Effie. I th- no, I saw Effie on AEW. I stand corrected on that. But um uh Mike Bailey. Yeah. Inky, I call him. What is his real name? That is go by Speedball. 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 Yeah, and he wrestles Speedball on Impact and a bunch yeah. of stuff all the time. But I, I hadn't seen champion. him until I watched Enjoy. That was my first introduction to him. So I've 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 seen some cool people that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. And like yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see like Mike Bailey wrestle again. Like I could watch. Like I love him. So this is where yeah. I've converted finally going outside my comfort zone of one company. It was like, and you know why? It's because I ran into Ziggy Hyam's reel somewhere randomly, watched it and was like, who the fuck is this? I love her. And then yeah. I went and I followed her on Twitter and she posted she was going to be on Enjoy. And that's the whole reason I ever found it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, man. you know what? It's great because you see new people on there and you also see a bunch of people you're already familiar with. If you follow like a few companies, like you're going to see somebody on there, you know, so it's cool in that, in that respect. And you get to see them with their full personalities though. Yeah. So that's what I like. Like you get to see full on Willow, you know what I mean? Yeah. I saw another side of JD Drake on there. I did never know before, you know, Yep. for sure. Absolutely. It's, it's a ton of fun. So then, Now we've got the big thing coming up with AEW, the big trios title that was introduced. And so I want to touch on that a little bit. And we're going to check on some predictions for the trios match. What, what I'm looking forward to, what I, who I think is going to win the trios match. And I'm just going to say it. I think the house of black takes it. What do you think? I think that's a, I think that's a reasonable prediction. What do I think? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I think, I think it's going to come down to one of two teams, I think. And and it's maybe more what I think it should be, not necessarily what I think is probable. Um, I think it's going to either be house of black or it's going to be death triangle. And if it's not, that sucks because both of those teams have been creating so much TV time in the last I don't know, Death Triangle even longer. But I mean, the last year, solid. A lot of the weekly shows were saved by House of Black. Yeah. Um, and Death Triangle has definitely had that kind of same vibe where they can save a show if it's bad. Um, I mean, you got Lucha Bros and Pack. Like, there's you can't go can't wrong. There. <laughs> um, so I think either of those teams is really who should win. Um I, you know, I love the Bucks and whatever this whole partner situation is, which we'll talk about, I guess. Um, I don't think that that's the right way to go just because they're not a trios team anyway. Uh, they definitely need to be in the tag title picture, though. Um, yeah. 
I, I love best friends too, but that doesn't seem realistic to me. Gotcha. What do you think, Tammy? Who do you think is going to pull off the trios? I'm not good at this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I don't even know who the trios all are all the time. I can't keep it all together. But all I'm going to say is I just thought Kenny Omega would magically appear and, and partner with the Bucks and then go win it all. Isn't that what's happening? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> is that, that, that actually that actually brings me to what I'm thinking about the Bucks partner. But uh, right, Rafe. Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking the same exact thing with the Bucks partner. Now, the only things that holds me back, it's that that match is this week, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if Kenny's ready yet because he's, you know, still- the aspect know- of that, the amount we've heard about Kenny Omega has been few and far between, which is odd for somebody that's so big in a company. Um, Maybe we've been kayfabed a little bit. Maybe Kenny's going to come back with a surprise return. Yeah, I'm back earlier than you thought, blah, 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 and all that good stuff. Uh, if if that's who the Bucks partner is, it makes perfect sense. Otherwise, I can't think of anybody else that makes sense. I don't I, – I, yeah, I mean, I can't either unless they just pull the, the Stooge, Brandon Cutler, which, you know, Brandon's funny and all, but are they going to make it like a comedy type of thing. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I mean, everybody's like, oh, it's going to be Brandon. You know, it might be Brandon. I mean, even you even saw some dudes dressed as Brandon in the in the audience the other night. So honestly, if it's not Kenny Omega, it better be Brandon. It better be Brandon. I would I would I would totally eat that up. So Tammy, do you do you have any predictions for that? Or you you're thinking well, I just Kenny. said it all, didn't you I? Think I, mean, I think related I I just thought that's what's was I just thought it was a given. If I, I would like to say what I would wish, I don't know if I wish over others. I mean, I, I'm excited for Kenny's return. So, oh, but, I love um, it. I can't wait to Kenny. If gets any back, the but... Lucha Brothers are involved, they I they will always get my loyalty. So, like, right. also side note on them, just want to inform everyone. I had a really cool shirt on. Did I talk about this in the podcast before that we bought? I'm not wearing it right now, but I am wearing um Ryzen shirt. Did I wear this before? Pride, my favorite sin. Um, anyways, um, so I figured out, I was so happy because, uh, Ray Phoenix pointed out my shirt and said, that's one of my favorite designs. Guess what? I think they own the fucking company. (laughs) (laughs) I went by bragging at that table, by the way, like maybe that's what he meant by that. Like, Oh, that's one of my favorites. Like, like, guess what? He loves the shirt. I think they actually made it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I think it's a family business because you can become a member. Did you know? And they have a movie club and they they've dug out these really old school luchador movies from like whenever the early days of movie making. And some of these were um, banned because it's a little too spicy and they're bringing them all back and you can like do the movie club with them and, and through their lucha um, uh, bros or whatever. The, the Republic of Lucha is what the store is called. And Ray Phoenix designs shit and you can get limited edition stuff and buy their old masks there. So now I feel stupid. I didn't know it was his own fucking company the whole time. But I feel like (laughs) I mean, everyone should know because they're really cool and you should follow it. And they have amazing things and they do little events and especially the cool movies. Like I'm totally going to go watch them. So everybody go check it out. And if they're in a, in a trios match, then of course I want them to win because I think they're the best ever at any of this uh, for all time. So I think we can all agree that we're excited to see what happens with the bucks, but it's either got to be house of black or death triangle. There's no other way to go. I agree. I agree. So that brings, brings us to some other news around the world. What's going on in impact, Chris? Uh, well, it's been a little bit crazy in Impact lately. Um, I don't know if you guys have paid attention to any of it, but Killer Kelly has made her official in-ring debut in Impact. Mm-hmm. She debuted a couple of weeks ago. Um, she had a match against Tiffany Neves. It was super dominant and super decisive. Uh, I think she's off to an excellent start. I think she's going to be getting a big push. They're promoting the hell out of her right now, so I think that's cool. Um, oddly enough, Madison Rain who just debuted in AEW, just wrestled her last match in Impact the night after uh, Dynamite. Um, 
which was taped like a week before. So you know how impact is. They tape everything and then you see it a week or two weeks later or whatever. Right, right, right. So that was interesting. It almost felt kind of um I remember I remember back in the day when Rick Rude showed up on uh Nitro and Raw on the same night and everybody was like, What the fuck? It was crazy. <laughs> um but obviously this wasn't to that that size because you know they did the announcement before she even was on TV and everything else. Um so that was interesting. But at emergence which was, um, I think it was last night, and I think there's a second thing that they're doing tonight at the same arena. Um, on the pre-show VXT, which is Donna Diana Perrazzo and Chelsea Green, uh, they are the new um, knockout tag champions. Uh, the, the other matches on the show were good, but there wasn't li- like a lot of titles changing hands or anything. Okay. Um, so Emergence, while it was a great pay-per-view, Maybe not that eventful. Uh, Masha Masha Slamovich came out um, after the Mia Yim and Jordan Grace match, and that was pretty cool. It looks like Masha wants the title, um, and there's a a tag match, I believe, that's happening tonight. But, again, it's all pre-taped stuff, so I don't know when it'll be on TV. Um, But Impact is getting interesting right now. It seems like maybe we're going to get away from all the – American Bullet Club stuff and all the kind of weird stuff they've been doing and maybe focus on um, some newer stories and some different talent. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I and I saw that Mikey Bailey um, d- defended against Jack Evans, which was pretty yeah. cool. It was nice yeah. to see him back because, you know. And it was we, a good we, match, too. Yeah. yeah, so that's really cool. So then, so what's going on? In, I, I know you wanted to touch on the WWE a little bit. The forbidden Well, I mean... We're going to talk about WWE a little bit. I'm going to talk about GCW a little bit. Um, I know that there's a ton of stuff happening in AEW right now, though. Sure. Well, I've got I've got a few things going on uh, that I've I, I've I feel is noteworthy. I mean, if you have anything else, definitely chime in. First, you know, the big thing on the list was Statlander's injury. Injury just got an update today. She tore her ACL and her meniscus. She's going to be out for a while, unfortunately. Yep. And that just. And this is round two of being out for a while with a leg injury. And this time it's the other leg. And it's the other leg. And it's a shame because she's picking up some momentum. And, you know, uh, that just hurts. That just hurts. Reports are saying she was like just getting ready to start a big push. It really sucks because Statlander deserves a good run doing something important. Yes, she does for sure. But on another note, I've heard a rumor, just like in the Umbrella Academy, that Penelope Ford is going to be on Dark Elevation tomorrow night. Which would Penelope be cool. Ford was in the building for the recent tapings, I believe. Tammy? I just want to say that I don't think I ever knew what a meniscus was before I started watching wrestling. So. <laughs> Thank God. So we got the re- we got the return. You learn of a lot of biology if you watch. Yay, Penelope's back! Yeah, we're very psyched about Penelope. I can't wait till Bunny and Penelope get back together and start kicking everybody's ass again. That'll be yeah. That's yeah be I miss cool. them a lot. There's some sprinkles of rumors of MJF around. Just little sprinkles of things. Weird stories, man. Weird Weird stories. stories. Who knows? Who knows what the hell's going on with that mysterious son of a bitch? I love we don't know. (laughs) Man, if if this actually all turns out to be kayfabe and everything's just been a lie, I'm going to be so happy about it because people have been going nuts about that dude. He's going to make so much money. So much money. It really is, dude. It's absurd. But he deserves it. He's the best heel in the business, in my opinion. Mm. In my opinion. That's my in a opinion. lot of people's opinion. So, and then there's a rumor. Kota Abushi is supposed to go on an AEW run. He's trying to run for the title. That is interesting because that is Kenny's doppelganger in a way. So seeing that Kenny's coming back and then Coda's going to be in there, that's going to be very, very cool. And that's going to be a very cool run if Coda gets in there and starts wrestling in AEW. So well, pretty- I mean, I'm, I love when we get new talent from overseas as much as our like American wrestling companies has sent people to Japan for years. So when Japan gets to send someone here and we get to have them in different companies and different things, which also, 
Kenosuke Takeshita has officially left him. America, guys. Oh no! Um, what? Yeah, big bummer. He's done over here for now. I love him. It was a it was a magic time while he was here, but he's going back to do his thing. Um, but what I was getting at really is that to have different companies exchanging talent and to have it not be one way all the time, I love so much. And I think that the American audience needs to be introduced to as much um, dynamic contrast that there is in the business as possible. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And so I think that's going to be really cool. So I got about two more things on the AEW list that I was that I thought were pretty cool. Um, one very surprised. I can't believe Sonny Kiss turned heel. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. The Trustbusters. Sonny is now a member of the Trustbusters and going to be on that heel path. Now, it's good and it's bad. I don't like to see Sonny as a heel, but. It's good because Sonny's going to be on TV more. And Sonny's such a dynamic wrestler that it's going to be fun to watch. Tammy, what are your thoughts on that? I'm still reeling from Takeshja. Can you say the full name to make sure we're talking about the same person? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Does it start with a K? I don't know, but go on about Sonny. Hear me? <laughs> I think I think it's what his full name? Yeah. Yeah, it starts with a K. <laughs> oh, you broke my heart today. I can't. What was the question again? About Sonny Kiss turning <laughs> heel. Oh. You're oh. killing me, woman. Hey, I care. I care. Um, you know, I didn't. I don't. I think Sonny is all that's happy and nice. And so I did not enjoy a heel turn. But if it means a trade off to see Sonny more then I'll take it. Right. That's right. And then I and that's what I think we're going to get is we're going to get a little more time with Sonny Kiss, which yeah. is not a bad thing. Not I think the heel thing could work too, for the record. I really think it's going to be okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, and then I got one more thing that I wanted to get some opinions on. What does everybody think of Ethan Page, all ego, teaming up with Stokely Hathaway? Chris, I want to hear from you first. I think it's a great angle. Um, where is Scorpio Sky right now? Unusual, right? Um, I think Ethan Page has needed a good, solid way to get out of this sort of stagnant thing. Um, I liked the whole American Top Team angle for a while. I thought it was cool. It was good. It was bad. Um, then there was the stuff with Scorp. They're probably on the outs right now, in kayfabe at least. Um, Ethan Page going off to do something and maybe focusing a little bit more on Ethan page is a okay. In my book, I'm really excited to see what he does. I think Stokely with Ethan page makes sense, at least on paper. Um, Stokely's got his hands in a lot of different buckets right now. Like I, I don't know where they're going with all this. Um, I think it might end up being some sort of Stokely Hathaway conglomerate uh, where he just has a bunch of people that aren't necessarily in a stable, but maybe just sort of um, under the umbrella of, yeah. of, of Stokely. Um, yeah. I think it's really cool. I just hope they do Ethan page right through this process. Tammy, what did you, what's your thoughts on that? Do you have an opinion? I would say out of all the shady managers, Stokely is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty he's pretty great so far is he shady though i mean i don't know but he's not, he's not shady. shady that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's all i know you know the other fair enough is, we'll see and then um ethan page i once wanted to make an instagram just dedicated to his shirt choices he um has very interesting patterns and always wearing a sharp shirt but um Fun fact, he buys those shirts for TV, wears them once on TV, and then doesn't really wear them anymore. He should he should um, auction them for charity. Yeah. And Ethan, if you would like some help with that, I, I'm that kind of person that I will do that. So with no problem, because I do it for all my friends. It's like I'm a free helper. So if it's for a good cause, I'm a sucker. So, okay. So back to your wrestling, though. Um, I feel that... Ethan Page is a superstar that has not been able to have the 
proper base and foundation. And it's not because I particularly like him as a wrestler. It's because I'm in a lot of women's wrestling groups and they talk about him a lot. So you can capitalize on that with merch and stuff. So I think they wasted a Ethan Page opportunity because not only is he popular with the ladies in the groups, but he's a good wrestler. And I'm not sure how good his promos are or aren't because I just haven't seen enough time to develop it. So like at this point in my life with Ethan Page, I like your shirts more than I like anything else. But um, I would give you a total chance to like show up and really be a character. Will he get the chance with all these new hires all the time? I don't know. Well, for the record, before we move on from that, I just want to say Ethan Page doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that gets rid of things. Um, he's, you know, he's got the whole collector side of him. Oh, he's got the vlogs and stuff where he's a big toy collector. He, he has a lot of like different types of collectibles. I don't see him getting rid of those shirts. I see him eventually having a room in his house where he's got all of his shirts on display with pictures of the of the times he wore them and stuff like that. Um, and I personally, I just like to think that that's a thing because I think it's rad. Uh, all ego, too. It is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fantastic. I love Ethan Page so much. And I got one more thing on AEW before we move on to the other things, and that is JR's line of the week. <laughs> Everybody ready? It's busier than a fruit merchant. Yep, that was a good one. That was gold. It is busier than a fruit, a fruit merchant. merchant. A fruit. I think I think JR's been playing like some video games or something. Do they have fruit merchants in the game? They have they have all kinds of merchants and all sorts of games. And I wouldn't be surprised if JR had recently played some game that dealt with fruit merchants. And uh maybe that's why that was on his mind, because that was fantastic. And that I've was. never heard I've never heard such a line in my life. No, that was hysterical. Stacking them up like a cord of wood. And don't piss off the big man. <laughs> JR's classic, man. He is. He is. The there's, a reason, there's a reason he's quoted all the time. Of course. I love him. Are you kidding me? And we are going to give away a bottle of JR's barbecue sauce on this show. Stay tuned, people. Yeah, we can taste test it on here, too. We can. Okay. All right. So let's move on. Chris, tell us what's going on in the world of the forbidden w the, the, the forbidden i was like you can't say door by the way before i get into what's going on over over in the big dub uh the forbidden door term i think we need to stop saying that for a long time um so. the forbidden door is no longer forbidden it is just an open rotating door it's like the door you go into at a fancy hotel in new york city um there's that, that's not stopping that. The thing that's forbidden is to not go somewhere else and do something, right? Uh, so, so that's a dumb term, anyway. Plus, I never knew what it was to be plus, honest. Plus, Miro already dragged the bastards and the pagans through, so we're good. That's right. Speaking of Miro, he just did uh Renee Paquette's um uh sessions, and it's Ooh. fantastic. If you haven't listened to that, go check that out. Um, but over in the big double W evil. Um, and actually I'm going to have to stop shitting on WWE pretty soon. I think the uh -oh. takeover of triple H has been so well received guys. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, reports say it's among talent as well. Talent seems excited and happy and, and feeling more alive. And there's a lot of talk about business and things and people going different places that maybe wouldn't have gone there before. And maybe, you know, all kinds of potential stuff in the future. But, I mean, so far we've got a lot of talents being brought back that were fired unjustly. Uh, and that's a big step in the right direction, especially when some of those people were so talented. Obviously, a lot of people are saying, well, so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so probably would have stayed had this happened sooner. But that's, that, that, that's over, right? That, yeah. that ship has sailed. We're not talking about that. What we are talking about is the people that are being rescued from obscurity. Um, Karrion Cross is on that list. Uh, he and Scarlett re-debuted recently. Hit Row showed up on SmackDown on Friday night. Uh, you guys know Swerve from 800 other things. Swerve was a part of Hit Row in NXT. Uh, they were all fired all at the same time. Swerve has obviously since gone on to do AEW stuff and is still doing a lot of stuff on the indies. But the rest of Hit Row was really kind of dead in the water. Um, and now they've been brought back on the main roster, super charismatic, 
Big vibes. I don't know that it feels the same without Swerve, but maybe that's just because I'm predisposed. Uh, and I like them with him because he's one of my favorites. Sure. Um, but, you know, that was kind of cool, but maybe not as big as it should have been treated. Uh, Dakota Kai has returned. Um, Bailey returned from injury and and went and showed up at SummerSlam. And Dakota Kai and Io Sky used to be Io Shirai from NXT, who everybody thought was going to quit and be done with WWE. As soon as Vince left, she re-signed. Um, so... Dakota Kai and EO Sky now uh, both being back and featured heavily is a huge step in the right direction. There's all kinds of rumors about who's next. Your Johnny Gargano's, um, you know, there's a lot of these guys and girls that were let go. The Triple H, they were his babies. NXT was his baby project. Vince decided he hated everything about it. And as soon as Triple H got sick, he fired everyone, including, you know, people that he had in his production team mm. and kind of his regime. He started just dismantling everything. So now they're building it all back. They're building it up on the big TV shows. Uh, I think it's a great direction. It's long overdue. Um, a seven, 70 something year old man had been running this company into the ground. Obviously, they were never going to go under because WWE is hugely over um it's one of the only companies that a lot of american wrestling fans know and if it's outside of that they just assume it's like backyard trampoline wrestling mm -hmm. so i think it's i think it's all good signs moving forward uh regardless of whatever happened in the past i don't think much of that cannot be different um now obviously stuff behind the scenes hopefully the company makes better decisions than vince made himself personally We'll have to see. Only time will tell. But I can tell you right now, the product has already improved. Um, gimmicks and creative are much more open to change now. I think we're going to see some good stuff with that. There's talk of a new draft coming where they're going to kind of get everybody back on different brands and have new storylines. They consider brands uh, their shows. So Monday Night Raw is a brand. SmackDown is a brand. You're either Team Red, Team Blue, Team Raw, Team SmackDown. Um, and you stay that way for months and months and months. They don't do a lot of crossover. Uh, they have recently. And I think the cable networks, because they run on different networks, they want to have their own rosters. They want to have people that are important. Uh, they also want to have their own titles. And now there's talk of finally ununifying. I don't know how you would say that. Deunifying the titles, the tag the tag titles right now and the world championship in WWE are all unified. So there used to be two of each. And right now everything's on one brand, basically. It's usually SmackDown. Um, so now that's all going to split up. I think that opens the opportunity for a lot of people who've been overlooked for a long time. Uh, so the one thing that I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out on a show a few months ago and yep, disappeared. I heard, I heard uh, this. So when Vince left, automatically talk started. They're coming back. They're coming back. The tag titles that they were holding at the time disappeared from television. Hmm. They just decided to not do anything with them. With them, the rumors of them coming back, suddenly now there's a women's tag team tournament that's going to be starting. Oh, cool. uh, there's a lot of great performers in it. Um, I think I think with that, I think the return of Sasha and Naomi is going to be a big deal. I think that's all going to coincide at the end of this thing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be excited about if you've been a fan of WWE for a long time and are angry like at the company. Um, there's also a lot of stuff to be excited about if you've never watched their stuff and you just start watching. Like, it feels like a vibrant, sh like, thing again. Both shows, Raw and SmackDown, have both been performing really well, and the storylines are great, and there's great matches again, which is something I missed from WWE for a long time, was really good wrestling matches. Okay. And they finally unbanned the term wrestler and wrestling. You don't have to be a sports entertainer anymore. You can tell the truth and say you're a wrestler now, which oh, wow. is huge and massive and wonderful. Um, Cody did it first. I'm going to say that, uh, you Ooh. know, Cody came back and he was allowed to say wrestler. Nobody else was. So um, again, Cody Rhodes at the top of his game. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, WWE has been pretty crazy. I think it's getting to a point where maybe I don't have to worry as much anymore. Oh, okay. we shall see. Nice. All right. <clears throat> so does that wrap that up? That's it for WWE. Um, GCW actually had an event last night. Yeah. Tammy, GCW is kind of just picture. You've seen a couple of hardcore matches now. Picture an entire show. 
that is all that. Uh, every match is kind of crazy and hardcore and sort of, uh, I wouldn't say low budget, but I'd say minimally funded. Let me ask a question. Is sure. that is Very that clever way to say that? Was huh? was GCW the one where um, David Arquette got injured yes. by Nick yes. Cage? It was it was in the GCW. Realm. I believe that was in the GCW realm. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So that's that's uh, that's your point of reference, Tammy. Nick Gage is like GCW's guy. Like yeah. that's the GCW crowd is Nick Gage fans first and foremost, and everything else secondary. Um, Tammy John Moxley is also their champion right now. Yeah. Uh, well, huh? Oh, <laughs> he's he. John Moxley's been the GCW World Champion for like seven, eight, maybe uh, maybe a year, maybe yeah. more. Yeah. Cool. So, so is that that Effie belt thing that I or Effie? Me? Effie Effie wrestled him, right? In that Effie wrestled Effie wrestled John Moxley last night. Last night. W and GCW. GCW. It was uh, they're having their event homecoming right now, and last night was night one. Um, and John Moxley retained his title against Effie. Um, and we were just talking about Nick Gage. Nick Gage came out afterward. He wants a title shot again. Him and Mox have done business quite a few times in, in the past. Um, but the thing that they added to this was the stipulation that John Moxley is going to fight Nick Gage for the title. And if Nick Gage loses, he's retiring. So I don't know if they're setting this up because Gage is actually ready to retire or if they're setting it up that Moxley's finally going to drop this title that he's been holding forever to maybe one of the only people that's a believable opponent. Gotcha. Hmm. Now, where can we watch this? Uh, so GCW normally streams on Fight TV. Okay. So like the um, the homecoming shows, night one and night two. Night two is actually tonight. It started at four. We, it's probably already over, actually. Um and uh, it's on Fight TV. I think it was $20, hell of a bargain for both nights for the pay-per-view. Okay. Um, last night, also, the Briscoes became the new GCW Tag Champions. You guys are familiar with the Briscoes mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Um, an excellent match. Well-deserved. They finally get to have titles again somewhere. So that's awesome. Good cool. for the Briscoes. Yeah, I man. guess we'll be seeing them a few more times, at least as uh, title holders for GCW. Um Night two, I haven't really looked at the card yet. I don't even know what was supposed to happen. The only other cool thing that happened last night, um, obviously the whole show was fucking cool because it's GCW, but and I'm into that shit. I like the bloody, crazy light tubes, tables, barbed wire bullshit. Um, there is a new GCW ultraviolet champion as well. Uh, Rina Yamashita came in and took the title. She is an absolute fucking mercenary in the ring. Um, it was a brutal match. If you guys haven't watched it already, pay the $20, go on Fight TV and get the GCW Homecoming Bundle. Oh, it's well, I mean, if you like the bloody crazy shit, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and and uh, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I like GCW and shit like that. I also like PWG and I liked Lucha Underground when it was on and all those kind of things, but nobody has the brutality that GCW has. All right. That is, that is going to be on our viewing. That's going to be on our viewing for sure. What's our viewing? Oh, you mean the list of stuff we're going to watch? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Put it on the old list. Put it on the old list. All right. <clears throat> that brings and plus, us- that Effie John Moxley match alone is worth the $20. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. For sure. We'll check it out. We got the fight. We got fight TV somewhere. We'll pick it up. So cool. So then now, okay, so now what is everybody looking forward to? I'm going to tell you what I'm looking forward to this week. I'm looking forward to that death triangle versus the United Empire match for the trios title. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think that that's going to be pretty cool match, especially with Pac going against Osprey. It's going to be, yeah, it's like a grudge match. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to, Chris? <clears throat> Well, me personally, um, I've been talking about GCW a lot in the last couple of minutes. I'm going to do it a little bit more right now. I am going to a uh, event here near me uh, in Concord, North Carolina. Uh, this Friday, August 19th, it is GCW Sanctified 2022. It looks to be wonderful. I don't oh. think there's going to be any big matches. Like, um, 
I don't think Mox will be there or anything, but I know Nick Gage is scheduled to appear. Most importantly, Effie has a match on the card. Oh. Um, so that'll be rad. I'm taking my 15-year-old daughter with me. Um, we're going to have a good time and watch people get bloody and break shit. And yeah, it'll be fantastic. That's what I'm yes. looking forward to right now. I literally can't think about any other wrestling until that's over. <laughs> right. Um, obviously, I'll be watching all the shows this week, but I'm still going to be thinking about this more than anything. Nice. Tammy, what are you looking forward to this week? Anything? Or? No, I have no idea what's happening this week. All right. Well, and all out's around the corner, too. All out is around the corner. Hey, I, I'm predicting that MJF's coming back on that one. That's right. I, I think a lot of shit's going to happen by all out. Um, there's also, and this is something I probably should have brought up with WWE earlier. Um, they're doing their first pay-per-view match overseas in England. Hmm. Um that that's the first time they've done a show from the UK in like 20 years. So everybody's super stoked about that. It's happening in September. Um, there's a lot of great events coming up. I mean, like it doesn't matter what show you watch, what brand you like, what wrestler, there's so many good things. It's so great being a wrestling fan right now. It is. There's a lot happening. So that's awesome. Well, all right, man. I think that wraps it up for us here at the uh, murder theater podcast. Uh, check it out. Check us out on Twitter. You know, tweet us back. You know, we'll put all the descriptions in the uh, in the uh, comments here when we fuck, put everything up on YouTube and all that stuff. And we will not be here next week, but we'll be here the week after. I believe that we're going to try to do that. It just depends. But we'll let you know. And to everybody, have a great night. Peace out. <laughs>